What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Power After Hours, your favorite power podcast. Back in the building once again for season five. And we are here to review season five, episode one, Everyone is Implicated. I'm your host, Jeff J. Joining us today are two very special guests to our show. Let me introduce them to you. First off, my man, the CEO, the chief editor, the HNIC of the 718 podcast, my man, Sean Hardy. Sean, what's going on? Thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, it's been a lifelong dream of mine to be on one of your podcasts. It only took me uh, 30 years, but, you know, I made it. So shout out to everybody. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to discussing power with you. Well, to be fair, I haven't podcasted in probably like a year. <laughs> so, so, so you are on top. And joining us is uh, the man of a million burner accounts, Brian Colangelo. Don't got ish on him. My man, cousin Zane. Zane, what it is? Man, I appreciate the opportunity. I look forward to the conversation. You know, I don't want this Brian Colangelo thing to hang on me too long. But all the burner <laughs> accounts are, are necessary for, for how, how things are running. So we're going to shut them down soon. But uh, it's a good segue into, I think, how uh, the season's going to run. A lot of burner situations, a lot of um, random activities we're going to talk about. I like to call this show Surgical Summer now, just for uh, how, how things look to be running. So I'm mean, happy to have the conversation. should be a good one. See, when a man has a burner account, that's a lot of money talk. That's a lot of extra zeros coming out of his mouth. Right now. So, yeah, just, so, just so that y'all are clear on what, on what we're dealing with here on Power After Hours. And as always... My co-host, Chrissy Bree, she's still in the building, but she's on assignment this week. And y'all control her at her uh, on a Twitter at Chrissy. She's going to miss the first one. I mean, come on, Chrissy. And by the time she listens to this, I'll be in trouble anyway. So it'll be a little bit wise. So I'm going to get all these jokes in while I can. But let us get to the season premiere, season five premiere of Power. Uh, we It's funny when you when you look at this show, right? Season four and season five between them has only been like about three months because season three started right. Season four started right after season three and season five is literally like two or three days after what happened at the end of season four. So within the span of from the end of season three to the beginning of season five, I think at most it's been four months. So just in terms of time continuity and all of that, just for, you know, if you care about that. So just get first of all, from you, Sean, what did you think overall of this episode? Honestly, I, on a scale of one to 10, I give it a five, five and a half. And I may be, I may be a little harsh, but you know, I just think that this show, this show, this show, and 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 full disclosure, I started binging it last year, so I've watched like the first three episodes, first three seasons, and then I and then I picked up on season four live, and then obviously it was season five now. Um, it's just that I always felt like things have kind of been unraveling a little bit with power, mm-hmm. and I think in this episode you kind of saw it unraveling. Like, like for example, I've never really seen. Um, Ghost and Tasha grieve for the loss of their daughter. I think the most you've seen it is when you have Ghost crying in the uh, crying it crying in the uh, crying in the shower, look like a marijuana's video. But <laughs> like we needed I, to I, see all of those extra abs in the video. That, that's what I. That's what I wanted yeah. to call the I am legend moment. That's the gratuitous <laughs> body scene where it's like, all right, I know this dude is going through something, but we had to get the model, the Jet magazine, the Playboy, Playgirl shot pose. Um, for those of you who see the first purge, there's a there's a scene with with Elon Noel where he alluded to it. It's if you watch the episode or watch the movie, you'll see another epi- another uh, example of gratuitous body shots just for the sake of. So that's what Sean is talking about. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, definitely. But like, so like I didn't really see like I since the end of last season. And the, and so the end of season four, the beginning of season five, I thought I would see more grieving. 
And I just expected, like, you know, you lost your daughter. Like, this is, you lost a child. And as a father myself, I can't imagine losing a child. And it seems like, you know, it just seems as if, like, it's like, well, Ghost is worrying about trying to kill people, but Tasha's just like, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because she's worried about Tariq and that she's dealing with whole lots of things. And maybe she hasn't really had the time to grieve. Like, you haven't, maybe it's stereotypical for me to expect to see just Tasha just bawling out of her eyes out. But that's just one thing. And then obviously, there are a couple holes, you know, and I don't want to nitpick. Um, and I use that word on purpose. Uh, <laughs> you know, just, just certain things that just didn't really make sense to me. Uh, you know, that's very inside baseball with nitpick because I'm. Our our group me our power group me it prides yeah. itself on worrying about Tasha's nail color and how it equates to the themes of the season as opposed to <laughs> yeah. so, so we be going there but de- but sure yeah. definitely hold that point because I want to get Zane give me give me some initial thoughts that you had about uh, this episode you know I I think the obvious thing that you needed to do is go after the person who you thought killed your child and right. so that revenge piece uh, to me walking in I expected that. Um, so, so, and we, and we did that and we got it out the way and now I want to see where we go from here. Cause that was unsuccessful. So, so that I walked in thinking that I maybe two or three other things that jumped out to me, you know, understanding, you know, maybe a little bit what, 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 uh, Sean said, how does Tasha try to hold this thing together? She's kind of been uh, the, the rock or the backbone for all these moving pieces. Uh, even with Angela, right. I think you see some scenes where she talks about, uh, you know, how the dynamic that Angela has and what she knows and how she kind of uses Angela as well. So, so always the, the Tasha dynamic is always interesting to me and in how she, you know, what emotions she exhibits and how she uses those emotions. And then the, the other piece, which I, I wanted to see how it would happen is how do you use Tommy and, and Kanan appropriately, right? They're two different kinds, clearly people, but they bring different things to the table. So when I see this show, when I look at the show now, I'm saying, all right, how are you going to um, use those two folks and, and kind of have this the triumph of, of, a, of a group now going after one one enemy? So um, now and the obvious thing, you know, is Tariq, right? And kind of what, what he did and, 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 and his a- actions and right. kind of, you know, dip, dipping down on a, on a eulogy <laughs> to, to let Dre right. know what's happening. Um, you know, I, I, that that is is unfathomable right that that's that's something that you didn't expect didn't see good plot twist and um as this what do you think overall what do you think overall like just overall thoughts of the of the episode did you think did you like it did you dislike it yeah yeah i said i walked in knowing they're gonna have to do some level of revenge right so i expected that um you know there's some clearly there's some loose ends that you know you're gonna get tied in um you know as we probably go through the first three four seasons i'm sorry episode so Overall, fine. Maybe six, seven out of ten to, to Sean's point. Um, I, what I hear about what I, what I always say about power, there's always a plot twist, right? You know, five, six episodes in, they're gonna give you the obvious and kind of twist it. So that's where my mind is. What what's that? You know, six or, or or seventh episode where they're gonna give you the plot twist, and then we're gonna go a different direction. But overall, yeah, I think it's six or seven out of ten. So it's interesting to me to hear. Like Sean, you're you you kind of so so on the episode, and I'm saying you. I think for the most part, you know, if if we were New York City, a public high school, we're definitely passing that class. But with Zane's score, we're definitely <laughs> in the past. We're going to the next grade with Zane's score. But for Sean, we might have to go to summer school. We might have to do that extra class. Strong sixty five. Strong sixty five. Oh, it's a strong sixty five. Yeah, because you know some counties it's seventy. That's where it gets spooky. <laughs> 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 but, um, when I, but when yeah. I went to school, it was a strong 65. Strong so 65. So it passed. It, it passed. Definitely passed. So, so here's the thing that I thought, right? And I will say this. Viewing experience is such a major factor on how you rate shows. I saw it at the premiere with like a thousand other people in Radio City, with the cast there, with everybody there. And just having that energy of other people who are fans watching the show, laughing at the stuff that we laugh about when we're watching it alone, the little comedic parts and stuff like that. That isn't really supposed to be funny, but the joy, joy is funny. It just with that energy watching, I, you know, when I, like I was paying attention enough and I was going to watch it again anyway. And, you know, shout out to LeBron for throwing off my entire season. <laughs> 
my recap. I'm trying to write my recap. I'm trying to watch again to catch points. And this is when the dude, he, yo, I, there should be something illegal about announcing the biggest free agency move in the last four years during power, bro. Yeah, and I get it. He probably felt everybody already saw it because <laughs> it came out on midnight. So I get it. He was like, no, yo, if you didn't he, see it on midnight, we let, we letting that go. He probably saw it already. So he didn't worry about it. Right. <laughs> but so he, he already he saw it. So he, he's good. He's like, all right, my, my Sunday's done. Let me go push this out and then kind of keep my family goals and, and go on vacation. I think he's in Italy right now, what I, Yo, what I saw. So, yeah, he don't care about us. <laughs> Yo, he should have he should have spoiled the episode in the release. He might as well have. Like, <laughs> everybody was watching it. He should have spoiled it in the release. But I will say, yo, even coming from, and, and I'll be the first to admit, the last season was probably the worst season of Power, and it was very, it was very so-so. Like, it had as many highs as many lows. But I think coming off of that season, this was a strong episode. Like they, they, we, um, shout out to the 718 podcast. I remember um, you guys did the Power preview. And there were a lot of questions that we had going into it. And for some of, some of those questions... They were answered, and others are going to be answered as the season comes off. So first, the whole aura around Angela. Angela, first off, why are you at a crime scene and you're at ASA? You're doing forensics work. You're not supposed to. That's not within your purview, right? So how is she going to to factor into this whole situation with Tariq shooting shooting, uh, Raymond Jones? Her finding the bullet, that gun being registered by the NYPD, um, and and how you you know we didn't really know how she we thought she was good, but the fact that they introduced Blanca Rodriguez, the internal affairs, and us being from New York City and hearing that there's internal affairs going on, that just really triggered me in terms of knowing like yo, Angela got problems on her heads, right? <laughs> Absolutely, like yeah. when IEB show up. It's no good. Bruh. It's no good. The fact that she was able to, and she's going to be somebody to watch because she's already putting the pieces together that Angela's more than she's seen. She went to go talk to Destiny, uh, Jones's cousin, and found Angela's card. She went to the Angela's office, pressed her out about how how was she at the, the scene, but they didn't put her down in the log, which she already knew the answer. She She's like your parents. When they ask you something and you're like, yo, I did some foul shit, but why are you asking me about this? You must know. But, you know, when we're stupid, we're kids. We're like, yo, we're going to die with the lie <laughs> until you can present hardcore evidence. We're dying with the lie, right? But she she's put herself in the position now where she is as complicit as everybody else, um, even though... She was on the fence about whether or not she was going to tamper with the evidence and and delete um, delete Tasha's record federal record out of the system so that they the two. Um, she still was she still is in a position to be um, strongly implicated because even her colleagues don't trust her don't trust her right now. So she's she has reverted back to like square one. What do you know? What, you know what? When it comes to Angela. And when I watch Angela, I think to myself, what's the end game? As in, how is she going to get out of this? Right. You know, for the past couple of seasons, she's always managed to get herself in some shit and then get herself out of it. Especially, I mean, last year, basically, she basically snitched on her entire unit. And that's what basically got her out of everything. Because she she, she had a trump card. She had a, she had a big joker. Right. But like this... I'm just watching this and I'm thinking like between, you know, going to being a being a federal prosecutor at a crime scene for 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 a dead animal, for a dead police officer, then lying to Blanca and you have to think, okay, you have to think if IAB's coming if IAB's asking you questions, they probably have an idea about something. And then logging into Logging into uh, under, I, I was gonna say Black Donovan, but it's not. But logging to her, <laughs> yeah, logging yeah, we gotta know who who is that person. I mean, that D, seems D, to be a D, new D character. Gaines, I'm sure we'll, yeah. I'm sure we'll find out this season. Yeah. But a new character like, introduced, and like, okay, now it's you're logging in to someone's account 
on your computer, mind you, not like that's not like that can't be traced back to you. Logging in to delete the to delete the records of Tasha's personal firearm registered in the evidence database. And the reason you're doing that is because, oh yeah, Tasha told you that Tariq killed Raymond Jones. So I'm just there thinking, how is she going to get out of this now? Because at some point you got you run out of Trump cards to play. Well, that's the plot twist to me, Sean, right? And so that that's the episode six or, or five where something happens to her and then we get the plot twist and we go left, right? Because I'm with you and, and I think, you know, the, the IED young lady comes unannounced, right? Just kind of walks in her office, starts asking questions. Um, you know, so, so and she's putting piece together. At this point, doesn't appear Angela knows those pieces are being put together. But, you know, she put herself in this position, right? There's an emotional connection, uh, with with those kids and then protecting Tariq and clearly with with Ghost and and then as you said she's kind of put herself in in the mix right hasn't gotten herself out of it so it, it's that that to me is the is the twist and now look bringing IED into the mix you know in in her first episode makes you think that um, there were some other things maybe going on in the background with 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 um, folks that are dead or maybe some other things that are swirling so I think we're gonna get a lot that comes out of that 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 plot line that storyline that says hey these are some you know things we weren't aware about or investigations that are happening and um i think even you saw or as you mentioned uh, uh jeff her boss right uh doesn't basically said hey we don't want to have this new witness which you know season one she sees she sees she saw or heard something on tv and maybe heard a voice i think it was and saw a ghost on tv and now the you throwback know, from the pilot the pilot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She saw him on. She saw him on, t- she, she saw him on TV, but she heard the voice. Exactly on TV, right. And that triggered back to season one, episode one. Right. And they want Angela to course examine her, right, and see how qualified she was. And now it's like, hey, you know what? Let's not even have her stay get connected to this young lady or even be aware of it, right? So, so you still have those internal dynamics as well. You know, one one thing, and maybe going off target a little bit, Jeff. You know, I wonder how this Proctor. Uh, piece is going to happen. It's a small storyline to me, but but clearly Proctor and Angela have, have a, a, a connection, right, and have some common some commonality and some level of I'll say you know relationship, which is probably a wrong word. But I think there's a little small piece in that in that storyline too that's going to pop up. Uh, there's a reason why Angela went out, went over to his, to his place, right, and try to um, talk to him. So so it's, it, you know you bring her up. Yeah, I, I mean. I, I wouldn't but be we'll surprised. get to that later. We're yeah, jumping, yeah, we, we're jumping ahead, but yeah, that's really, just my thing. But we 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 not we not super linear. We can we can go around, but I just want to say Proctor real quick when we talk about the 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 hit that wasn't. <laughs> so so <laughs> just just staying on this this whole uh, how Tasha and Angela are starting off their dynamic. Um, there's a lot of, and this is why I wanted Chrissy. I'm gonna have to get Chrissy's perspective on this because you know I don't want it to be all um, mansplaining hour here on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yo, Tasha and Angela, there were a stones being hurled at glass houses, boy. Like the, with their whole the, their debate about whether or not, um, like what how it was going to happen. Because Angela was indignant because she felt Tasha, which was halfway true, that Tasha used the info that she gave her to find Raymond Jones and kill. But Tasha had to let him know eventually it was Tariq. It wasn't them. Like they they needed the info because they wanted to find Tariq because Tariq was the one who was going to kill him. So she's mad at her and talking about I gotta I gotta turn you in, then I gotta testify. Like this is the only way I gotta do the whole thing. And I, I thought it was ill on her part to say that when she's been implicated in this the minute she knew Jamie was ghost and didn't say anything. Basically. The minute she knew, yeah. she was already implicated. Like she was already in the game. It's like now, now if you get out, everybody can take you with them. And the fact that um Tasha was like, um, <laughs> she she basically said she broke up, Angela broke up their happy home, and the fact that she gave Ghost back doesn't like end her debt, that she still has a debt. It's it goes back to the whole situation where the 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 aggrieved cheated on person blames the third party instead of the first party you know what i'm saying like jeff, jeff, I've, been, jeff I've been saying that for 
Go ahead. We, no, we, can, no, get, no. we, we can get the mansplaining label by Chrissy no, no, next no. week. No, no, no. I, no. I, I'm with you. No, no. I, I, but I, I feel like that's what, I feel like that's what, 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 what people will say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she – I think Tasha was using chess to try to tell her, like, yo, you broke up my home. You owe this to me, and I know you love ghosts still. Like, that was psychology. But if she was dead ass, like, nah. You you blaming Angela, but this man ghost had 15 lives – and and you not and you you blaming her for breaking up your home. Your home was broken by ghosts. So I think it was, I think it was just funny that they were just trying to one up each other with using using facts, but not bringing context into it. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. And that's the that's the guilt trip, right, Jeff? Like she had to give her a guilt trip to get her to do what she needed her to do, right? She Tasha needed um, Angela to get get that ballistic report and, and, and all that stuff out. Uh, the system, right, expunges that or deleted, whatever the case may be. So, so that needed to happen. So I can see her using those data points as the guilt trip to make her feel a certain way. And to your point, Angela's pushing back, saying, "Hey, this puts me in a whole different world than I'm already in." Right? I feel like Angela. This puts Angela in a different re- a sphere <laughs> right. of, of illegal, uh, illegality, right? And and just and just and being on the wrong side of the law here. So, so yeah, I, I'm with you, but end of the day this is what the tasha dynamic is so unique to me right because she she's the one in my mind that that is making these shots right or, or making these calls and i think there's maybe in the in the in the preview there's a there's something that that says hey i think there's a, a tasha and ghost part where tasha said you made the decision without me and ghost says something defective i make all these calls without you or something like that right i could be paraphrasing that wrong but you know the tasha and ghost dynamic they've always been together and they've always kind of been side by side. And how does that play itself out? You already see Tasha concerned that Kanan is around, right? Right. And, and even at the funeral, um, kind of like, why is this guy here? And, and I think there's another piece. So, you know, there's some dynamics here that, that I think are going to be interesting. But, but yeah, you know, how does she, how is she using Angela, who to me, mentally is still a little weak here, right? And, and, and emotionally still a little weak here. Um, and, 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 you know, walking on eggshells on all paths, right? She doesn't really know what the hell to do, uh, at all. Right. So she's just kind of getting used and abused. I think Tasha knows that as well, using that to her advantage. Right. So let's, let's, let's jump into the, the unholy trinity between Kane and Tommy and Ghost, right? Oh, this is, I, I got issues with this. Okay. Let's go, let's okay. Go. So, so I was trying to figure out what your issues, cause so far I was like, oh, right, he's feeling this, he's feeling that, but so, okay. So here's the dynamic. Here's the, this dynamic is so conflicted and I can understand why people may have issues here and there with the coherence of it. But then, you know, I think we all have friendships where it may not make sense from the outside looking in when certain stuff happens, but then, uh, but this, this is the biggest, uh, alliance of convenience. I think I've seen on TV in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, you could see it even after everything that's happened. Kanan's trying to go in them with the spot. And then they were like, nah, you could, like, how do we know we could trust you? <laughs> Kanan says, you're the one who set me on fire. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, yo, he's not wrong. Yeah, when well, he said yeah. that, I was like, Mazzy, you got a point yeah. there. I mean, j- those are facts. You can argue the facts. facts. Big facts. And Big heavy thing, facts. Everybody in that, and it's almost as if they're on an even playing field, right? Everybody in that room has a reason to kill everybody else. But they all have a bigger reason to kill Dre. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. That's exactly what it is. Because you think about Kanan. Kanan still has his feud with Tommy and Ghost because they sent him to jail. Like, that's a, that's really the never forget for him, right? Mm-hmm. They sent him to jail. Go, and then Ghost already tried to burn him. Like, you know, I think Dre had said it, it, um, Kanan is Superman and Superman was uh, psychotic and was burnt to a crisp and came back. <laughs> right? Like, that's exactly <laughs> what he is. He's like, he's like Bizarro right now. Um, Kanan, Kanan and Ghost, like Ghost trying to burn Kanan. Then with Ghost, he Kanan basically put Tariq on the path that that killed Reyna. Kanan, Kanan's plan to flip Tariq and kill Ghost and Tariq. Well, really, thank you. Know, that thank is, you. He is the reason why Reyna is dead. Like he is the root cause. Like if you yes. go back, he's the root cause. Is that what your issue is, Sean? Yes. Kanan is indirectly responsible for Raina's death. And so, go ahead. He's, and with that, I mean, I understand that. See, I don't, it's not that they are working, that Kanan, Tommy, and Ghost are working together. 
it's because like it's, they all have a common they all have a common cause. You know, they all want Dre dead. And like I said earlier, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. It's the they're in the car telling the stories about remember back in the day when Tommy did this and they're laughing, yada yada. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be that buddy buddy with somebody. Like at one minute you're like, yo, how can I trust you? The next minute's like, remember that time is Tommy brought that out by a boy in the hood? Ha 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 ha. It's like, nah, this doesn't this doesn't work. This 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 doesn't work. This can't work. Mm-hmm. And then what's gonna happen, what's going to happen, in my opinion, is that Kanan is going to flip on them or double cross them or as soon as he doesn't need them, and then Ghost is gonna act all shocked, and then it's gonna be like, Oh, you wait, wait a minute. You you forgot that you sent him to jail and like and 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 Tasha is the only one that sees this. Tasha's like, why is Kanan back? Why is Kanan around? Hello, think about it. But Ghost isn't really listening to Tasha right now, so that's gonna go by the wayside until it's too late. And not to mention Tommy Tommy flipped on Ghost with the with the um with the org. Basically he said did. if you if you're not in it, yeah. then don't come back. Tommy still had a hand in, and Tommy should want Kanan's fade because Kanan ran up in their spot and killed all those dudes when he stole the money, That's and then true. went to go get to yeah, yeah. So There are a bunch of reasons why, but but to your point, Sean, watching later on the episode and get, getting to um getting to that Ghost and Tariq confrontation that was probably one of the most triggering things I've seen on Power. Um, he he's fixated on Dre's involvement. Because yes. he, he even tells him when yep. he speaks to Tariq, he said if he – he was like, it's not Kanan. He's like, Dre is the reason why – Dre led Tariq in to go after – that ultimately led to him going after Jones, right? But mm-hmm. – but um, so so he's more fixated saying like, all right, I guess he felt like after the whole jukebox situation happened when he saved him from jukebox and that was it. Like they basically decided to go their separate ways. It was like, okay, you you helped save my son. It's we're we're cleaning the slate, right? Mm-hmm. So I think in that regard, he kind of absolved Kanan from everything to that point. And I'm just trying to rationalize at this point. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just thinking from what yeah, I see. Yeah. So at that point, at that point, it was like, okay, everything that happened, fuck it, we're we're good now. And then everything that happened afterwards was because Tariq went. And started hitting licks with those dudes still after the fact. Right or wrong? Or do I have my, my timeline crossed up? What, well, one thing I might before you answer, John, one thing I might add, and this is maybe what you know we kind of looked for, what isn't being seen or said is how Kanan what well, Kanan's rolling this whole thing, right? And I think Ghost is blind to that. So to your point, Jeff, yeah, the slate is clean or could be clean, right? Or maybe you won't to be clean because it's convenient, right? I think there's a level of convenience that says, hey, if I can, you know, get Kanan out of the mix, I can, because, you know, Ghost is still on the path of trying to be clean, right? Still trying to be the club owner and get out the game, et cetera, et cetera. So I think he's trying to cancel out some debts, which might necessarily be canceled, right? So right. so I think there's that dynamic too. But um, what it just, what stood out to me is it's really Kanan that's the behind all this and, and should be blamed. And once that comes to light, I think that's where we're going to see how. And that that's in one of those, again, I'm big on the plot twist with the season, right? Something happens, there's a plot twist, something goes down, and we go in a different direction. I see, like, a lot of different plot points of those plot twists. This could be one of them. So, so as you kind of went through that, you know, quick overview and kind of, you know, recap of the, of the summary there, and Sean, that'd be, let, let us know if you agree with that. That's just what pointed out to me, hey, this guy's kind of in the mix, right? And and, and he's really kind of the reason. And although you want to absolve him of all issues and move on, kind of can't do that, right? To play devil's advocate for Ghost, I will say this. If Ghost did have 9,000 things swirling around in his head, including the death of his daughter and dealing with Councilman Tate and trying to find Dre and dealing with his son, who's, you know, a fucking idiot, if he sat down, if he had like a day or two to sit there and think about this, he will probably figure out, wait a minute, Kanan is indirectly the reason why my daughter's dead. But because there's so much shit going on, he, he all he just fixed like Dre is the Dre is the um Dre is the easy bit, it's the easy target. It's like, oh, it's because of Dre, because 
once he found out that Dre knew Kanan, it sounds like, ooh, like, it's like, okay, I know Kanan's a fuck up. I like what Kanan's do, like, Kanan doing this to Dre, Kanan doing this to Tariq, I expect that from him because he's that type of dude. Dre was my man. Who I pull, who I pulled out of the damn hood and 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 gave him position in my organization and this and this is how, this he, how did. he repaid me yeah this yeah. Is how he repaid so me Men- mentor protege all that exactly. kind of stuff I'm so I can understand show. why I you know I can understand why he's more focused on Dre because when Kane stabs you in the back you expect it because that's the type of dude Kane is when Dre stabs you in the back it's like that don't make no sense. Right. So, so that's a different level of hurt, right? A different level yes. of pain, a different level of, of disappointment, really, um, that he's getting from Dre. And so, to your point, it's why there's a focus. But um, now, let me ask you this, guys, and, and this is more a, a, a clarifying question. Does Tommy know the Dre and Kanan connection? The, the Kanan and Dre. Yeah, yeah, they know. They know yeah. everything. Everybody yeah, okay. knows, like, everything is on the table. And I was, while y'all were talking, I was looking back at some of, of, of just to see what the timeline is. So around the time that the jukebox stuff happened and, and um, you know, Kanan, like, after all of that stuff happened, you remember Kanan's peoples were doing their own thing with the yes. robberies. So yes. yeah. Raymond Jones was involved in that. So I think that's that's one of the reasons why we could get into the whole Ghost and Tariq thing when he finally confronted him. And to your point, Sean, about the grief, I do think they, they've shown the grief, but they showed it last season. So after Raina got killed, when Tasha and, and Ghost were in the car, they showed it in little preview scenes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they've shown, they, they've shown it in different ways, but with them separate. Because they all have their own worries. So even when Tasha was talking about the pallbearers with Keisha and all of that, and then even when they were setting up the um, the funeral, and mm-hmm. you see the grief come out in a bunch of different ways. But to your point, they never really – the other than that part where, where uh, Ghost was screaming on Tasha in the car, they never really dealt with the grief. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They never really completely dealt with the thought yeah. it was a great scene with Ghost and, and Tariq when he had because Tasha to that point we didn't re- even realize Tasha to that point didn't know the whole scope of what was going on from Tariq's end because remember she was just trying to stop him from killing Jones and True. and she that was what her focus was so she didn't know everything so Ghost made Ghost made him spill all the beans about that night like how come how how did you know? Why was why was the, uh, this dude coming after you? How come Raina didn't tell? Because Raina tells Tasha everything. How come Raina didn't tell her anything? And, yo, <laughs> my part was when he was like, "Yo, I had a kid." He was like, "Yes, you fucking are." And I was like, "Yo, finally!" Yo, the 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 theater I was in was like, "Yeah, like finally somebody says it." I like, thought he was gonna stop him. Listen, I'm gonna tell you why that's triggering. If you if you're a a guy and you grew up with your dad or any authoritative man figure. You've had a moment like that where you put the line in the sand and you were brought right to the other side of the line, right back to the side that you came from. Absolutely. Where, like, dude, I I was fully expecting goes to cave Tariq's chest in. He like ran after him. It was it was a very dad run too. Like Tariq was doing a power walk and then he ran after him and caught him at the end and slapped him up on the on the wall, like telling him, like, yo, he 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 put it to him and he and it's the truth. And we all been saying it. Tariq is the reason why Raina got killed. Tariq is the reason. If Tariq doesn't go on those on those licks and he doesn't see what he what he saw and and doesn't make it so that he he has to be killed to 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 be silenced or he isn't being trusted to be quiet, Raina's still alive. Like yo, Raina could have been at that damn school. He she could have done all of the stuff that she wanted to do, but Tariq is the reason. And and she presses he presses him. I am mad. I don't advocate. For child violence, but Tariq, y'all seen the the meme I put up with dude that has the Uzi to Tariq's head on the screen? Get the, get the strap, get the strap, man. It's all see though. That's my mood. That is my mood all season. Like this kid, man. This kid is a problem. And Ghost finally spoke for the audience, like in that. Moment. But what does Tariq have to do to get his ass kicked? And I think it's one of the issues that I have with the show. It's like, all right, like, how much longer are the writers going to let Tariq just do fuck shit 
and not really deal. I mean, granted, yes, his sister is dead, but the fact that he decided that it was a wise move to text Dre during the middle of the eulogy at his sister's funeral to say run lets me know that this dude isn't, doesn't really get it. It's like, like, what has well, to happen for him to get, like, for, for, for him to just get his, doesn't have to be literally, but, like, what has to happen for this, 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 this line of destruction this, this, of that, that Tariq is creating to end? Well, well, it's his allegiances, Sean, right? So, so, so to your point, how does he get his ass kicked? Well, we're, it's his allegiances. He's a, you think he's aligned to his father, and you notice now that he, he isn't, right? He's aligned to Dre. At least that's where he is now. So, so if you're playing both sides, you don't – and, you know, we're grieving and we're, and we're upset and we're, we're concerned and, you know, he – and we're trying to protect him, right, because he, te- he technically did murder somebody, right? That's all – and then you know, Tasha has a line that says, hey, I don't want to lose – another kid or, well, she goes, I don't want to lose you ghost. Right. But there's also that whole point where she doesn't want to lose any more kids, etc. So I feel like there's a lot that's giving him cover right now, but I would hope that at some point we realize that, you know, Tariq isn't on, you know, his family side, he's going against his family. To me that that's where, you know, something has to give, right? Like you can't, you know, what, what he did is unexcusable and you can't let that go. And I hope that at some point in the season, um, you, you get that well, kind of confrontation. And I think you need to, right? Like at some point, Ghost has to confront Tariq, and something's going to happen, right? Someone might shoot somebody, someone might get hit, someone well, might uh, run away, I'm, but something has to happen there. You well, can't I'm let talking, that one slide. I'm talking less about the storyline and more about the decisions that the writers and Courtney Kemp and the producers are making. That is like. How much longer can Tariq keep doing this fuck shit? Like, there has to be, like, quick, like, here's a quick tangent. I used to watch The Walking Dead. Here we go. I love The Walking Dead. Go. Hmm? No, I'm saying here we go, because I know you're ready to fire up. (laughs) I used to watch The Walking Dead. I used to, I watched it. I watched season one, season two, season three, whatever, right? I stopped watching The Walking Dead because... I stopped watching after the first episode of last season, this, this, the episode where Negan bashes two people's heads, heads in. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. And I was like, all right, I'm, I stopped watching that show because there's no end game. It's, it's, we, we wander through this place. We find a home. We set up a home. It looks like we're cool. There's some bad people. We fight the bad people. We kill the bad people. We move on. And then, of course, we're fighting zombies along the way. And after a while, I was like, okay, this has to end. Like, I can't do this anymore. And I feel the same way with Tariq is like, how long are you going to let him just, like, destroy shit? Because there's no there's no comeuppance for him. And this is. I feel like the writers are like writing themselves into a corner, and instead of just taking the L and saying, "You know what? Let's just Tariq's gonna do something stupid again, so if killed, it's like, no, he's gonna get bailed out, and he's gonna do this more dumb shit, more dumb shit, more dumb shit." It's like, come on. Now, I see him getting. I see him getting killed though. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I see him getting. Something's gonna happen to him, man. Like, I, you can't, you can't go against your family trying to do all these things for you. Something's gonna happen to him. Something's gonna happen to him, right? And, and look, and look, Tariq. So use your walking death story. I kind of use this like 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 the scandal to me like scandal, right? At some point, season mm-hmm. one to a scandal was all cool, and then at some point it just got really unrealistic. It goes and off it the rails. Went, it goes off the rails, right? And and then look, I'm a fan of scandal. I was in the beginning. I was like, wait, this is way too crazy. Like none of this is even plausible anymore, right? Like even though it's not plausible, it's just just far fetched. And so where I, where my hope power doesn't go. And you get these far-fetched, like, man, this doesn't even align to the behaviors of these characters. And and now it's like, oh, to your point, John, hey, you know, Tariq is going to keep running around doing this crazy stuff. And no one's going to check him. Like, I think he gets checked now. And the checking has to come from Ghost. And, the, and it, could, it won't come from Dre. And if it comes from Kanan, Kanan's more of an enabler, right? So Ghost has to check him. And that's the scene I kind of want to see. Because that in that scene, something's going to happen, right? And, and I don't know. I don't. I mean, you can go to the extreme and say, "Hey, man, Ghost got to you know off his own kid and, and figure out how to do that." That's that's an extreme. Or I Ghost does nothing, that. right? 
Well, he, doesn't even look, he doesn't even look scared when he gets hemmed up against the wall. Like, he's he doesn't care. He doesn't he's care. A bad, he's a badass kid, Sean. And that's the only thing I will say is that, one, with the timeline, this has all happened within a certain amount of time. So, yeah, we've seen it over episodes. But in terms of the actual timeline, these are just a couple of weeks. True. So I get it in that, in that, that effect. Having said that, I agree with you that at some point something gotta happen to Tariq other than it happening to other characters in effect. Yes. Like, like <laughs> Ghost should have whooped his ass. Ghost should yep. have whooped his ass. Like I'm talking about whooped his ass, and Tasha has to pull him off and tell him to get the fuck out the house type shit. Like that, like that had to happen because hey, we all were kids, we all did knucklehead stuff, and it did seem like at some point with your parents, enough was enough. And you got whatever punishment was deemed necessary for you. But there are also, also other kids who we've known throughout our lives. We probably all had those kids when we were growing up where they just did a lot of shit and they got a lot of rope. Were you like, That's I'm true. Sorry, for yep. all the Caribbean yep. people out there, if you're of Caribbean descent, <laughs> if, you're of, if you're of African descent, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got you know, one time. Maybe you know, two. Jet- Jeff, you talk about get the strap. That that that's called get the belt. Get the get, get, the, the, get the switch. Get the switch. Get the, get the, switch. Switch, <laughs> get the belt. Get the hanger. Get, get the, the extension cord. Get the chancleta. Bro, get this, you get something. Bro, you maybe had one time. Maybe if you had nice parents, they gave you that one, and you got punishment. Because I'm not from the timeout era, so I can't relate. Because timeout, timeout, no, <laughs> timeout was was kneeling in a corner. Holding bricks in your hand, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you if you Haitian, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, like, it, it's I'm just that's why. To your point, I agree with you on that show. And to, something, and, something, something. And, and you know something? If Ghost had whipped Tariq's ass like he deserved, and then Tariq went and decided to help Dre out, tell Dre that there's a hit come from him. Mm-hmm. That would have made more sense to me because it's like, okay, because I honestly, listen, if I was 15 and my pops whooped my ass and then I know there's somebody that my pops doesn't really like that my pops wants to get rid of, I might have done that dumb shit too. Mm-hmm. I might have because yeah. I got my that's ass the, whipped. That's yes. retaliation though, right? I yeah, get the retaliation. Exactly. But like the retaliation is like you mad because you managed your pops because he figured out that you a fuck boy. Like that, that 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 got it in over your head, fucking with the wrong crowd. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I agree so on that. Well, let me just play something back and and keep me honest here, Jeff. So, I think this still goes back to the level of respect Tariq has for Ghost and the lack of respect. And I think that lack of respect goes back to Ghost cheating on his mother mm. and then leaving his mother for another woman mm. and then trying to get his kids integrated with the other woman, right? They, remember that whole weird dynamic where they go sleep at Angela's house and, and it's just awkward, right? So so in my mind, I still think that there's a huge level of disrespect and and and, and distrust. for your for distrust and disrespect for ghosts because you know you cheated on you know ghost cheated on, on his mother, right? And left his mother and, and then try to get a whole new family started. And and to me that's a big part of why Tariq went to Canaan in the first place, right? And why Tariq endeared himself with with with, with Canaan, right? Even with Dre as well. And right. that's to me why the allegiance is where it is, right? Um, so I don't think you necessarily needed, although I get your rationale, so I don't think you needed that to happen. I think when I start thinking back and playing it back, it starts with, hey, where's my dad? Oh, my dad cheated my mom and my dad's leaving my mom. And there's this new lady around, and I think that's all messed up, right? Because I've known this this um, this household to work a certain way, and things happen, and now they don't happen. And then Kanan jumps in and says, hey, you know, your dad is a, is a hustler. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. My dad is a club owner, right? So now it's just lies upon lies upon lies upon lies from Tariq's perspective. And to me, that's where this this distrust and disrespect and, and the allegiance comes from. And I don't think that changes. And that's why a part of why he's such a badass kid. So here's the thing I will say to that. I can see the connections that you're making. Where I think this show falls short is they don't make the connections. They don't they don't make the callbacks necessary 
to to give him the impetus to break to to break sides with his father and send that text if that's what they want to tell if that is the reason <laughs> so for example if 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 it's to your point where Dre doesn't have a respect for his dad because all that stuff happened that happened like two three that happened three seasons ago a couple of years showtime right so him running in and texting Dre, it looks like it's random. After everything that happened, it looks like it's random because we don't really have a tie back to those previous altercations between him and his, his dad over cheating on his mom. Now, what if he had made a snide comment during that Ghost and Tariq thing? Like, yo, why should I even listen to you? You, What integrity you have? You cheated on mom, blah, 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 blah. There, now you have some sort of tie. Like, why should I ever listen to you? Why should I be loyal to you? Why should I be like you when you couldn't even do X, Y, Z? Now you have some type of tie. But once again, it's if they want, if that's the tie to him, they wanted to make. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure. So for me, the only thing I could think of is he still considers Dre somewhat of a friend and doesn't does. really blame him. And that's and he maybe he doesn't want to see any more death, and he and doesn't he want doesn't, to be the blame. He doesn't want to be the blame for somebody else's murder because technically he would be able to be blamed for Dre's murder because he could have stopped it and he didn't. So, and he also doesn't know that Dre killed Father Callahan and and all these and was basically like I call I call him Littlefinger um, because he's like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Like he doesn't know he doesn't know the half of what Dre's been up to the entire time. So right, not to mention Father Callahan, the best white dude that Tommy's ever known. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud during that. Line. Oh man, that was that was real. That's why I said, well, you know what? What just starts becoming like comedy, like when they start saying shit that you laugh at. That's how you know you 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 really with the characters. Um, let's see what else. So let's just talk about Dre. So Dre is a Bond villain now. Dre to me is like the, the <laughs> new the new Bond. Yo, his come up because one of the biggest questions was how was yeah. Dre? How was Dre going to get out of all of this? He's little now, finger. Now, now we we didn't. One of the things that we didn't really, I think, accentuate and really put um, focus on was the Jimenez factor, where these are like legit hitmen. These are this is like this is bigger. This is deeper than rap with with the Jimenez right <laughs> and. and he was keeping them away because he promised them they wouldn't have to get their hands dirty. So once he so so when he pulled the setup with Cristobal, like he realized everybody knows everything now. And they mm-hmm. were able and he he's starting to slowly become what Ghost was in season two. While Ghost is the most powerless person on this show now. He has no, he's no longer the connect. He don't really got truth like that. He has Councilman Lorenz Tate on his ass on a on a community level. Imagine having somebody thugging you out for some community service and involvement, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and basically turned his daughter's funeral into a photo op. Has him working with Dre on the community on on the Queens community rebuilding thing that they're doing. So he can't even really he can't even really um, shade him. Think about it like, yeah. you know, if you're yeah. in an organization and you have members in your organization that you don't really mess with, but you don't want the outside to know like that, you got to put on a pretty face. He has to put on a pretty face for the dude who was the main, one of the main dominoes in his whole life going to shit. And even when they put the hit out on him and they had um, a plan to ca- capture him, that one text p- empowered him to pull to, to, for him to go to the nuclear option. So now, and and I'm gonna tell you that scene when he rolled up the end when he rolled up on Ghost at his sister uh, at his daughter's funeral site. Yeah, basically told him the Jimenez have been activated. If you come for me again, you're burying more people here. Gave this dude the Aranya card and said, "Yo, you take it easy." I was like, "Yo, Dre might be one of my favorite characters now." I, that was like one of the that was one of the illest things that I loved man, about that episode. The Dre come up is a whole different podcast, man, because he he's been so calculated and lucky, and and how he's been able to make these moves. But uh, he's another guy where I think you know he's cashing, he's making checks that he can't cash, 
and and his time's gonna come up soon too. Just like we talked about um other folks' time, like his time's gonna come up soon too. And it's only a matter of time until it's all gonna all gonna run out. But uh, yeah, I mean his come up is, is spectacular in the show. What do you think, Sean? All right. So as corny as this may sound, um oh, the esteemed philosopher Lil Wayne once said, Real G's moving sounds like lasagna. And that's who Dre is. He's he's the classic example of that guy, of the person that you don't expect to make it to the top, that all of a sudden they're at the top and you have no idea who how they got there. Because they made friends of every he made friends with the right people. He he kissed babies, he shook hands, he patted people on the back, he greased palms, he did what he had to do. It, like like Zane said, his come up is amazing. Like I you know, I do have a number of issues with this show. Dre getting to where he is is not one of them because and I I can say that the writers and producers did an excellent job of planting the seeds where you can see how Dre got to where he is. And that scene at, and, and that scene at the gravesite at, at Raina's gravesite is like the I mean it was the icing on the cake. It was like, yes, like like Dre's like, I'm here now. Like I'm that dude you have to I'm that I'm I I'm, I'm that dude you have to deal with now. He's the new ghost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a new ghost. Yeah, e- exactly, man, exactly. All right, let, let's go through a couple more things before we close out. Got a couple questions from the readers too. Um, Tommy is still doing Tommy dumb shit. Uh, he's 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 not <laughs> listening. Yo, if, one person, if it's one person who's been consistent, it's been Tommy throughout this whole season. I mean, this whole series. He don't listen, bro. Um, his man, his man, uh, Teresi's. Teresi's right hand, um, Samuel. That sure, is- yeah. I'll look it up for you. I'll look it up for you. But yeah, his right hand man. When he was he, because Tommy did have a great idea. Like, yo, they're not gonna expect white dudes coming for Dre. So what? Let me get the Italians. And you know, he, he's thinking this is like he thinks this is like Game of Thrones. That this is his birthright, and he's inheriting a whole mafioso cartel. Because that was one of my main questions at the end of season four. How does Tommy? Does Tommy have the whole weight of that organization behind him, or are people gonna look at him like you know, like who who are you? Like like well, what's going on with that? But this dude, he was told, yo. Leave the the hitters alone. Like these these dudes ain't really like who you want to mess with. As he goes to the new the new leader from his father's and taking in place from his father, and he goes there and he's talking to uh to Victor and he and he makes a deal with Victor to be the new to to sell his product and be the new connect, but still makes that plan with those hitters to go get Dre. And, and let me say. That was an ill plan where Kanan used his people and Dre, and Tommy used his people to try to get Dre. That should have worked. That should have worked if if he didn't get tipped off. So um, I, I would say that was a that was an ill plan um, on Tommy's part. But the fact that he got he got them dudes shot. I think one of them is dead. One of them I think is dead, but the other one was shot. Yeah. So he, not only did he not only did he not go through the bosses before hiring those dudes, he, he got them injured. And those are like, they are hired. Those are, that's like you lending somebody your new car and they crash the shit without telling you that they were going to drive it. Mm-hmm. Like you like, yo, you, he's like, you, you see the keys on the stairs. Like, yo, I'm just going to take it around the block. If that's when you get in the accident. That's what Tommy did to those hitters. So this season is going to be a lot of Mia Culpas, and we're going to see he might have a whole new problem on his hands that he don't need to have. He might tear that whole Italian family apart because homeboy said, like, you vouch for him? He's like, yeah, I vouch for him. So now once he finds out that Tommy did this, it's like, well, you vouch for him, so I'm not going to fuck you up, and he's probably going to end up dead. And then Teresa's going to find out that his home, his man is dead. Right. And because of Tommy, but he's going to stick on Tommy's side. That might start a war with, with, with the white people. And his name is Sammy. And I think it's just funny how they're using names from like, from like real life mobs. Yeah. Like, like Sammy, Sammy I'm like, like, I'm not like, yo, should we expect Sammy to turn on Tommy at some point or turn on him and Teresi? Um, it, it's, it's funny. It's just funny with that. Um, Proctor back in, in a role helping them after uh, Kanan and them went in and, and did the first botch hit on Dre. And, and, you know, they're still in contact with Proctor. Never forget, Proctor's Proctor's been been a bit. 
Proctor still has that laptop. Proctor. He's a dude trying to get his license and all that back. So I'm wanting to see. I'm waiting to see how they pull him back into the life. I'm telling you right now, Proctor's not surviving this season. That's my bold prediction. Like I okay. just, and honestly, it'll probably be Tommy who kills him. And mm. I think it'll probably be because of the laptop. Like at some point, it'll, oh yeah, the laptop the, is the, is coming back. Will will arise, and you know, Tom only knows one speed. So right, right. It's it's always go. He's mm-hmm. he's the dude when he when he sees the light turn yellow, he accelerates just like Absolutely. probably everybody everybody in the world. But um, yo, and you see, Tommy was like, you know, family is everything, and we loyal. And then Proctor's like, all right, all right, all right, dog. I'm out though. <laughs> so we're gonna see what happens with him. Um, there was a lot of unintentional comedy, um, in this in this um episode, the part where uh, when when Tariq steps up to read the eulogy, and the dude, I think the pastor was like, "You must be so proud of your child," and they kind of look at each other like, um, <laughs> "Do you know our child? <laughs> Do you know what we know? Because if you knew that, so, I don't know." It's subtle how they do that. And I wonder if they were directed to do it like that or whatever have you. Like, you can see they're affected by it. It was just laugh. like that was a, a laugh out loud moment. The whole, the other, when um, the pastor, once again, he's giving the speech and he goes, Raider's death is no one's fault. And Ghost looks at Tariq. I fucking lost it, yo. Like, I'm like, dog, y'all are really throwing in little unintentional comedy points just to see who sees it. Like, I, that's just. That's just hilarious to me. And um, Ghost and Tasha are hiding a child. They are hiding this third <laughs> oh, child. Oh, man, that's they a huge to me. Child. A huge, like, when is this third child going to show up? And and how is this young lady going to be inter- in- integrated? Because, yeah, man, like, we've seen this child, I think, three times in five seasons, maybe. I don't, I don't understand the... the uh, I don't want to say obsession, but the people, a lot of people are like, where's the third child? The third child. Like, it, like the third child is not integral. The same way how, like, Tasha's mom, who lives with them, but you see her about once every six to seven episodes. It's like, there's bigger, there's bigger fish to fry. I, was listening, I said earlier about how they're, the writers are too busy writing themselves in the corners they can't write themselves out of. Like, the child, that third child is the least of the worries. It is funny, though, that she, like, pops up from time to time. Yo, that's like it's like when you when you when you ask somebody, yo, how many brothers and sisters you have? And they say like three. You're like, yo, I only met two. And like, yeah, there's another one. <laughs> she is the other one, bro. She, her price must go up. Like, she must be the most uh, expensive child actor in Hollywood. Like, yo, we can only get her for like two point five episodes. So you have to write around that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not trying to break the bank, but I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, or, or, or they for just forget about it. Like to Sean's point, there's so much other writing around loops and corners and and connections that they just forgot about it. This is like she she fell off the board. <laughs> right. All right, man. So that that's it. That's it as far as our, our review portion. We got a couple of questions uh, from from the audience. First from uh, Dami Woods Eleven. Good, thank you for for your question. I'm calling it now. Ghost and Angela will definitely hook back up the season. They made it obvious when they had Tasha say Angela still loved him twice. Do you do you guys see them getting back together? So what I will say, what I'll say, I'll, I'll just I'll start it off. What I'll say is, I think if they get back together, that's going to be the fu moment of the show. Cause so so what do they get back together? Do you mean like hook up or start dating again? Mm. Because they're uh, definitely gonna hook up again. That that's fair to complete. Uh, if they if they have another relationship, nah, nah. And that's gonna be jumping the sh- that that'll be jumping the shark if you ask me. But I know if if they have a if they it's going to split the fan base if they if they if they hook up again mm-hmm. if, they, oh, if, they, so, if they have sex again it's gonna it's going to but that might be what they want to turn the timelines up. Don't timelines will be lit that day. But but then you know like to to our points around things that don't make sense the implausible happening. Yeah, you, you could have them sleep together again. I just don't see a, a I don't see a reason to do that. Unless you just got stuff to run out of. Like, that to me is like break the glass and pull out the storyline because we have no other cool things to have people do. So, I, for me, I don't see it happening. But, you know, if there's nothing else and that's the plot twist, then that, it is what it is. And we just got to go with it. We, we discussed that on um, 
on the Power uh, Season 5 preview show on Five Questions, shameless plug, um, that was one of the questions that I posed, and I said that, and I think for, even for us, it was split. It was half of us thought that they would not hook up again, half of us thought that they would. Like, I, they are absolutely going to have sex again this, epi- this, this season. Because honestly, listen, those marriages basically finished. It's, it, it's a business proposition at this point, and once the business dwindles to next to nothing... Boom. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's more plausible than you think, but um, than I think probably, but they have to do it right, because you know, in the midst of all of this going on, if they just like rent, like it can't, it has to have a purpose. So if, if I if I was a betting man, it's and recording this live from Vegas, I I would you, you know you take that for what you want, but if there were odds, I would put the money on if if it was like they, it was an underdog odds. I definitely put money on it. So I, I have like them. Easy money. I have them at minus two hundred hooking up again. Oh yeah, they, yeah. You gotta, you gotta bet that. You gotta put a hundred <laughs> on that. You gotta I, take, I, you gotta I, take I, the dog. You gotta take the dog on that one. All right. So, I'm, I'm in a minority. You, y'all betting on black. I'm betting on red. Oh yeah. A word. You gotta bet. You gotta you. You taking the under? You yeah, taking yeah, the under? Yeah. Them not hooking up is like probably like. Plus five hundred. It's probably like four or five. It's like four to one or five to one odds. And if you don't know what those odds are, hit me on the side. I'll give you my Twitter afterwards. I'll explain this whole shit to you. Keep yeah, going, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And finally, uh, we got an email question. Um, thank you so much for that email question, uh, Miss Miss Anonymous three four five. Let's get let's get right down to the brass tacks. Who do y'all think is dead this season? Ari said, "Practice a dead man." One um, character, one character that you you gonna guarantee Proctor. Proctor, yes. Okay, I got, I can see that. Uh, what about you, uh, um, Zay? Dre. Mm. You know what? I was gonna say Dre. I was gonna say Dre before the season because I, I didn't see a path for him to get out of season five. But now that he's with the Jimenez, yo, I think he makes it to season six. Um, the only reason why I, I would put money on Proctor, but they really trying to kill Jerry Ferrara off. And not get a full like another uh, get us that six season out of him. Mm. Eh. I, I don't know, but somebody got to go. And I think there's been a streak of people who have appeared on the power poster that have that have died. <laughs> there's like a there's like a streak. There's there's a streak going on where it's like the Madden cover streak, but it's but it's for power posters where everybody because season two that was and that which is my favorite um, season of power. Sean was on that. I think season three, Holly was on it. Um, um, I can't remember. I can't remember um, season four. I'm going to look up the posters because I swear there's people that's been on the posters that haven't made that haven't made it out. So when I look at the power season five promo poster, like the one with all of them, mm-hmm. it's it's Angela, Tommy, Ghost, Kanan, Dre, and um. I was about saying to Turi, um, Tasha. That's the that's the, the the big one with everybody on it. So if I had to guess, if the streak remains, it's Dre. So the, if the streak remains, the problem with the problem with that theory is that you know who was on a season four poster? Who? Ghost. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> Wait, oh, the season four was just him behind bars, yes. right? Yes. Oh, that's right. They didn't do a compilation. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to have to caveat it. All the compilation posters. I thought it was a curse, bro. I thought it was a curse. The power, the power season, the one with, um, when Sean died, I was like, oh, shoot. They, they, they really going there. But, um, Can I throw out a um, yeah. hot take for someone, a dark horse candidate to die this season? Go ahead. Tommy. Mm. And it's a bit of a hot take, but at some point, Tommy's recklessness is going to catch up to him. And I, I listen, once they killed Reyna, nothing was off the table for me. So, right. That's just, I actually see, I can see a path where they, where Tommy ends up dead because of I'll- fuck up Teresi. Right. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I'll say this. For my pick, I'll say Chris. That might be easy, but um, 
I could see some. I could see a situation where they don't get Trey, but they get Cristobal. So mm. I'm, I'll say him. What I'll say about Tommy is, I think he makes it out this season, but I don't think he makes it out of the series. That's that's fair. Yeah, I, I think s- when the series goes, I think I don't think Tommy makes it out of the series. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So. That that's it. That's it. Um, for the reader questions. If you want to send in anything, hit us up at nonstop culture. Hit us up. Um, you can also hit us up contact at fanbros.com. Uh, along with the nonstop culture feed, we will be simulcasting on the fanbro show feed. So all of our um listeners that are fanbros as well, from fanbros that you hear me over there. If you are a power fan, you're gonna get power in two places. So that's double the power. And be sure to hit us up on and you can hit me, you can hit me on Twitter at Jeff J says. We're gonna have all the questions every week. We'll answer your questions live on the air. So Sean, Zane, y'all did it, bro. <laughs> Glad did we it. made it. Um we did it. Lots of fun. I appreciate it. Pop your pop yeah. your cherry, pop your podcast cherry with me, man. Listen, <laughs> that, listen, that, and any any did. anytime you need anytime you need someone come off the bench, um, come in, hit a couple corner threes, play some D, you come holler at me, I'm here for you. You the three and D, you the three yes, and D I'm off the bench. D. Yes. <laughs> you Trevor Ariza right I'm now. Trevor Ariza, 14, 14 million. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man. Yo, nah, but we go, we gonna keep I gotta bring I'm gonna have to bring group chat on more and put you guys in rotation here and there because you know we we gotta bring the takes over to the podcast and this, this is just how we do like i said it's better late than never thank you guys for joining me and thank you for listening so you can catch us on nonstop culture at nonstop culture on all social media i'm on twitter at jeff j says sean where can they find you uh you can follow me on twitter at sean with a w underscore the underscore is very important same thing for instagram and um like jeff said i run i'm the ceo i guess of 718 the home of the five questions podcast where we uh discuss sports and pop culture so you can follow that on twitter at 718 the word seven the word 18 underscore and same thing same thing for instagram at 718 underscore bro you got have to find names where you don't got the underscores. You have to get that cloud out. So that well, that uh, listen, listen. We, 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 I'm trying to work some things out. I gotta. I, I'm in talks with Twitter and Instagram. Um, there's some paperwork I gotta put together, but don't worry. We can get. Hopefully, by the end of this year, there'll be no more, no, no more underscore. Bang, bang. That's what I hear. Zane, which burner account you want to give them so that they <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give them a lot of underscores. Actually, and I'm not even being funny about that. So, uh, so the account we can use is uh, uh, underscore Z-A-W underscore uh, is where I could be found to have these kind of conversations. Um, I do appreciate it, Jeff, man. It's been a, a fun experience. Definitely have listened to this in the past. So happy to be uh, one, one of the very fortunate few to be able to participate. We'd we'll love to do this more in the future, uh, especially as we come to some of these critical moments and these plot twists that, that I'm predicting kind of want to be able to come back and, and, and get a, got a couple minutes to shine on my uh, accomplishments when my predictions come true. But I do <laughs> no appreciate doubt. it, man. No doubt, man. No doubt. And once again, like I said, uh, you can follow, follow us over at Fanbro Show, at Fanbro Show, at Nonstop Culture, at Jeff J Says on all social media. Power After Hours, your favorite power podcast. We're here each and every week to recap and tell what we feel about our, one of our favorite shows, Power, the Good, the Bad, and everything in between. So make sure that you subscribe everywhere where you listen to podcasts, where your ears can pick up digital signal. We'll be right there. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>